I got joy, unspeakable joy. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Yeah. I got joy, 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 joy up in my soul. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. <laughs> Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I got joy. (laughs) You got joy today, family. Journey with me today as we go through the scriptures and pull out those joy scriptures. Do you know, family, joy is indwelling. It's inward. It's inward. It's nothing outside of you. Happy is something that we feel when something good happens, what we expected happens, something that we hoped for happened. But the problem with that is, is when things don't go the way that you expected, that happiness can turn to sadness. But you can have joy in the midst of a storm. You can have joy in the midst of a trial. You can have joy in the midst of this pandemic. No matter the situation, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So let's journey with me as we go through the word of God. One of my favorite scripture is John 15, 11. And the Bible reads, and this is Jesus speaking. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. I want you to get a highlighter. If you have your Bibles out, I want you to um, press the highlighting thing on your phone if you have your phone because I want you to highlight this he said that my joy might be full that my joy might remain in you he's trying to separate his joy from the joy of the world I what I have is something different what the kind of joy I'm talking about will sustain you in the midst of a trial the joy that I'm talking about is something that's going to hold you even when it's pouring raining That my joy might remain in you and that your joy will be full. Highlight that because it's important for us to know that Jesus has given us a certain kind of joy that we could we can stand on, that we can laugh, that we can dance, that we can sing because the joy of the Lord is truly our strength. Amen. Hebrews 12 2. looking to Jesus, the author and a finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of God. This is so dope. The joy that was set before him, that the kind of joy that Jesus had, he anticipated what was going to happen. He knew he had to endure the cross. He knew he had a cross to bear, but he, he had a joy. He joyed because I know that even though I'm going to the cross, my blood is going to redeem them back to the father. I have a joy because I know that that blood is going to be healing for the children. I'm joyful because I know that they're going to receive salvation. I have a joy is because I know that they're going to have eternal life. I have a joy. The joy set before him so even though he was going through a hard time even though he had to go through the cross there was a joy that was set before Jesus that helped him endure it helped him endure it helped him go all the way to Calvary because he knew the ending 
And that's the kind of joy Jesus wants us to have. That even though you're in this situation, let the joy that is set before you push you and encourage you to endure your current situation, to encourage you to keep going. Because you know what? When this is over, God got something new for me. When this is over, God is going to do a new thing. When this is over, God is going to bless me exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask, think or imagine. I might be having a hard time now. I might be struggling now. My heart might be broken now. I might be crying now. I might be sick in my body now. This is my cross to bear, but I'm going to endure it for the joy that is set before me because I know that God will get the glory out of my life. God will get the glory out of my life. Hallelujah. And the things that is set before me are greater. I love the Bible. It says this present suffering is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in you. That means what I'm going through right now ain't nothing compared to the beauty for ashes that God is going to give me. I may be hurting now, but God is going to give me double for my trouble. Jesus knew the ending from the beginning. So he had a joy. A joy was set before him that he can endure the cross. And if we can let a joy be set before us and endure our cross, we will see the glory of God rise among us. Isn't that awesome, family? First Peter 1 8. When heaven not seen ye love, in whom though ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That even though we can't see the Lord and even though we, we, we can't touch him, we still believe and we have this joy that Jesus is coming soon and that we're going to walk on the streets of gold and we're going to enter into our father's house. Amen. The same way we have that joy to see the Lord, the same way we have this joy, believing that God is with us. He's never leaving. He's never forsaking us. We have to have that joy, too, even though you can't see your situation changing right now. Even though you can't see, you know, your marriage changing right now, even though you can't see your children changing right now, even though you can't see your circumstances changing right now to have a joy to know that even though I can't see it, I believe by faith that it's going to change and I'm going to have the joy, unspeakable joy, because it's the same joy. We haven't seen Jesus with our natural eyes. We haven't touched him with our natural hands. It's a spiritual thing. We believe by faith that Jesus is real. We believe by faith that he is a present God. We believe by faith that he's Emmanuel right now in the midst of our situation. We believe that by faith. We have to also believe by faith that our current situation is going to change. Though we can't see the ending from the beginning like Jesus, by faith we can believe and have the joy that it's already changed, that it's already worked out for my good, that it's already getting better. It's already getting better. God's already moving on my behalf. <laughs> you got to believe that by faith. So I love first Peter one eight. I love that because we haven't seen God and we haven't touched him yet. We believe and we got to look at every situation the same. I haven't, I don't know the ending from the beginning. I, I can't touch it. I can't put my hand on it, but by faith, I believe, and I'm going to have a joy. I'm going to have this unspeakable joy to God. Turn this around in my favor. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart doeth good like medicine, 
but a broken spirit dried up the bones. This is so... (sighs) Laughter is truly like medicine. It is something about joy it is truly contagious like you can truly change your mood and the moods of those around you and it's really like medicine that you could be around people and they can make you laugh and they can encourage you in ways that you know the lord know what you need how many times you were really feeling down and out and someone came and they laugh and they joking and they're playing with you and they encourage you in a way and you're like you know what god you on time their joy was contagious you was able to tap into their joy it was truly like medicine It was truly like medicine. So imagine the many people you can heal, the many people that you can help by having the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. And let it be something that comes through your pores, that it comes through you like a shining light that when you get around people, you will be what help medicate their situation. You can help medicate their pain because your joy is like medicine. A merry heart doeth good like medicine. That when you're joyful, it's really like medicine and you can help people get through what they're going through by sharing your joy with them. We all we all have moments. We all have hard times and just being around the right person at the right time can boost up your confidence, boost up your your energy. You just just feel alive like, you know what? It ain't that bad. You know what? God is on the throne. You know what? I've been there. I've been there and I've been around people who who just encouraged me in the Lord and their joy was so contagious, so contagious that you just laugh and you like, you know what? I'm so grateful. You know, God sent you my way. I'm so grateful you called. I'm so grateful you stopped by. Whatever the situation, you will feel it and your the whole your whole mood would just shift. Amen. So I love that that we can like practice not only just be, you know, joyful for ourselves but to also know that our joy is like medicine to others hallelujah hallelujah romans 14:17 for the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy and the holy ghost the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is at hand it's not drink it's not meat but it's righteousness it's peace and it's joy these are the kingdom of God and God is looking for us to grab a hold of the kingdom. That's what he wants us to minister. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. So to know that something that Jesus preached throughout his whole ministry, to know that a part of this kingdom is joy. God wants you to have this joy. It's a kingdom thing. It's a kingdom thing. And as Kings and Queens of the most high God, God is looking for us to be joyful in everything we go through, no matter how hard it is. And sometimes we have some really hard times and it's okay to cry and it's okay to mourn for a little bit. But we have to tap into that joy that Jesus said that my joy will remain. We got to learn how to tap into that joy of the Lord, that it will remain in us, that we don't stay down too long because we have to know that the word of God is true. When he says those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Hallelujah. It's okay to cry. 
It's okay to be down and out for a moment, but you got to know that he's going to rise you up, that he's going to pick you up, that he's going to exalt you in due season, that you will reap joy for every tear that you cried. You're going to reap joy for every hurt that you felt. You're going to reap some joy for every difficult situation that you went through. He will give you beauty for ashes. That's the word of God. That is the promises of God. So we have to be encouraged to know that no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to get some joy. God is going to every tear I cry. I love that those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. That I'm going to give you a joy that nobody could take away. I'm going to give you a testimony that nobody can take from you. I'm going to give you a blessing that nobody can even say they helped or aid in. I'm going to give you something that you're going to know that it's from me because it's my joy, my joy that is going to remain in you and keep you and make you full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the word of God. Hallelujah to the word of God. Psalms 1611. That will show me the path of my life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. And at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. In the presence of God is the fullness of joy. So maybe you haven't been that joyful. Maybe you've been a little sad. Maybe you've been a little discouraged. Maybe you've been a little bit upset. David is telling us in Psalm 1611 that in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. So maybe you need to tap into a secret place. Maybe you need to get into a quiet place, need to get into your secret closet and get into the presence of God that you might be full, that his that his joy might remain in you. Sometimes we need to fill up like fuel. We go out in the world and we got to do this and we got to do this. And sometimes you get depleted when you keep pouring out and keep pouring out. And sometimes you need to get that pour back into you. So maybe you just need to go back into the presence of God and get refueled. Because in his presence is the fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Psalms 51 12. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Once again, this goes to with Psalm 16, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. That means to restore, meaning it left, it left you somehow that somehow, some way, somewhere in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the storm, the rain, the thunder and the lightning, my joy left me. But I'm coming to the altar and I'm saying, Lord, restore unto me your joy. Restore unto me that joy that was supposed to remain in me. But I'm the little I'm a little bit depleted. I gave out more than I should have. I put myself in situations where I poured out, but no one really poured into me. I put myself in situations where I gave and gave and gave and nothing was really given back to me, Lord. So restore unto me the joy. I really put my hope in something and it really didn't work out. I really thought this business was going to turn out the way I thought it was. I really thought I was going to get the home. I really thought I was going to get the car. I really thought I was going to get the spouse, but my joy left me. Things didn't work out the way I was. So I'm coming to the altar and I'm saying unto you, restore, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. 
Restore unto me. It's okay to tell the Lord I'm a little depleted. It's okay to be honest with God and say I'm not as joyful as I'm supposed to be, Lord. I'm I'm a little bit discouraged. I'm hurting a little bit. I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm a little bit frustrated, but I know that you have a joy that the world can't take from me. I know you have a joy that once I feel myself and I stay in that place called there, that it will remain in me. So I'm coming to you. I'm coming to the altar. I'm sitting at your feet and I'm saying, restore unto me your joy and he will fill you because we acknowledged him we acknowledge that we have been depleted we acknowledge that the only person that can restore us is him he said if you acknowledge me I will make your path straight. So when you acknowledge God and you know that he is for you and not against you and know that he got a plan for your life to give you a future to hope and expect it in. And even though things didn't turn out, God is still on the throne. God is still in control and he's still on your side. You can be humble enough to say, Lord, restore unto me my joy. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. I lost it along the way. I lost it along the journey. Because it's a it's something that the world cannot give us. You can have all the money in the world. You can possess all all the possessions in the world and still not have joy. A lot of rich people are really not that joyful. So having money, you know, even though the Bible says that it solves many problems, it doesn't mean it's going to make you happy. It doesn't mean it's going to make you joyful. That you have this inner joy and this inner peace. Those are the things that we need to seek. Joy is kingdom. Joy is kingdom because you know what? Everybody wants to be around a person that's joyful. Nobody wants to be around someone who's always mad, who always upset, who always got an issue. So just having that type of spirit will open up doors for you. You will get promoted because you're good with people. You, you will get promoted because you may not have the skill and you may not have the degree, but you're a people person and you're, you're joyful and you know how to connect and you know how to network. That will open doors for you. We got to have that joy with us no matter what. No matter what. The Lord was just, just, ah, I just love it. I was just singing all day. I got joy. I got joy. I got joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I pray. I pray for the joy of the Lord as before I even leave the house because, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And you want to prepare yourself. We got to be preparers in the body of Christ. You have to prepare your day and pray over your day. And I say, Lord, let thy joy rest upon me. Let nothing come against the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. I I begin to put on my armor and put on the helmet of my salvation because really what affects our joy is our thoughts. What affects our joy is our thoughts. What are you meditating on throughout the day? What are your thoughts looking like? Because your thoughts are messing with your attitude. Your thoughts are messing with your emotions. So when you put your thoughts in check, so I begin to put on the helmet of salvation to come against any darts of the enemy to begin to cast down these negative imagination that would put me in a depressed state. I got to cast some stuff down. I got to really throw some stuff away because if I don't cast it down, I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to be oppressed. And now I'm in my feelings and now I'm angry and now I'm mad. And the only thing I should have did that when the thought came across my mind, I should have cast it down. I should have said, no, devil, you're not going to have your way today. I'm submitting to the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm not going to think about this situation. I'm not going to think about this storm. I'm not going to think about this trial. I'm going to think about my God 
who is bigger than every situation, every storm and every trial. That's what I'm putting my mind on. Is that easy? No, it is not. But when you put it into practice, the Holy Spirit will help you and you will begin to shift because the thought's going to come. Sometimes we can't change what comes into our mind, but we have the power to change it. Like when the enemy throw a dart, when he brings something from your past, when he brings something negative to you, we can't always control that. But what we control is what we meditate on. Is you going to meditate on that thought, that dart that the enemy threw, or are you going to cast it down? We can control that. We can't always control what people say, how people treat us. But what we can do is control how we meditate on it. What we can do is how control how we perceive what was being done. Our perception is key. Our perception is key. Yes, this happened, but I'm going to I'm going to let the word of God be my anchor today. I'm going to let the word of God. I'm not going to be in my feelings. I'm not going to overthink. I'm not going to, you know, read too much into it. Family, I had a big, big, big issue with overthinking and reading into much to stuff. I would read into everything and be like, mm, I wonder what this mean. Mm, I wonder what that mean. And before I know it, I done created this whole scenario that ain't even true. And now I'm upset for nothing. <laughs> for real. So. I understand I've been through this, that we really got to, when these thoughts come, we have to cast them down because these thoughts change your mood. It change your attitude and we need to walk in joy. That's what the king is like. That's what's going on in the kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy. And we want to walk in that joy. So it's so important that I I feel like we need this right now to really get excited again, to get joyful again. To, to laugh, really laugh. I know, you know, you got to walk around and you got to wear these masks and you don't feel like you have the freedom to, you know, really go into the store. And honestly, the mask is hot and sometimes you can't breathe. I really don't like it, but this is the season that we're in and I'm still going to be joyful about it. It's just a season. This too shall pass. It's just a season that we got to go through. Okay. Acts 13 52 and the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost come on so when Jesus sent the Holy Ghost he said I'm gonna give you a little joy and I'm gonna give you my spirit (laughs) I'm gonna give you some joy and I'm gonna give you my spirit the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost that's awesome Acts 1352 get your pen get your highlighter mark it on your phone whatever you want to do you got to know that when you receive the holy spirit of the living god you also received joy so we can walk in joy if we choose to we can walk in joy If we really want to, the way we walk in the spirit, the way we are led by the Holy Spirit is the same way we would walk and operate in joy because it was given to the disciples at the same time. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ and you're a disciple of Jesus Christ. So that was something given to you, something given when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive joy too. Mm, 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 mm. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just love the word of God. And I just today, like I said, I woke up very joyful, just singing to the Lord. And I'm like, you know what? Let's let's, let's talk about joy today, Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, you know, they, they need a little pick me up. They, they need to laugh. They need to smile. 
Because, you know, we're in trying times and the enemy would love for you to, you know, be in your feelings. Like I said, there's so many people that's just in their feelings right now. They in their feelings. They acting out. I'm seeing a lot of angry people, a lot of frustrated people, people not smiling. They frustrated. I get it. I get it. But in this, even in this, we can have joy. Even in this, we can display our kingdom character. Even in this, even in this, we can show the world that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is not of drink, is not meat. What it is of righteousness, peace, and joy. So having peace, walking in peace, walking in that love and joy, walking in righteousness, we're showing the world the kingdom of God. Amen. We're showing this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. So we got to get to that place where no matter what, no matter what, we walk in joy. I'm happy. I'm joyful. I'm laughing. I'm at peace with myself. I'm at peace with those that are around me. Not just for my own sake, but for the lives of those that are around me that I could be medicine to them because maybe you're going through something. Maybe you're having a tough time. I don't know what's going on in your home. Maybe you need to laugh. Maybe you need some joy. And everybody put on a mask most of the time. And I'm good. I'm good. Even though they're not. And then here you come. Smiling. Hey, girl. Hey, bro. And you be the medicine they need. Like, man, every time you come around, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I love when you come around. You're so encouraging. You're so loving. Be that medicine. Let your joy be medicine. A merry heart is good like medicine. But a broken spirit dry up the bones. You know when bones dry up and get brittle, they break. And some people are breaking because they have a broken spirit. And you can change that with the joy of the Lord. You can change the atmosphere by just smiling being very, very encouraging, being very loving, very supportive. Just, just, hey, how are you? <laughs> laughing and joking. You know, laugh, laughter is so contagious. You could just bust out laughing. Have you, have, have you ever just bust out laughing, just a private joke, something, you know, you thought about and made you laugh? And just because you laugh and it make other people laugh, even though they have no idea what you're laughing at, like, what, <laughs> what's funny? <laughs> what are we laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are we laughing at? Like, just laugh. I know we're in difficult times. I know outside of this, people are going through many different things personally in their home, in their marriage, with their children, with their health. And some things aren't a laughing matter. But when we let the joy of the Lord fill us and let it remain in us. And even if we get to a place that that joy has been depleted for whatever reason, that we know we have an avenue that we can go to God like David and say, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Lord, I know I haven't been joyful. I know I haven't been smiling. I know I haven't been at peace with myself and others. But if you restore unto me the joy of your salvation, I know I'll be all right. 
I know that what I'm looking for can only come from you. And maybe that's just really where we're falling short because some of us believe that I'll be joyful when I get that job. I'll be joyful when I make this amount of money. I'll be joyful when I get this spouse. I'll get joyful when this happened or that happened. And these things can change at any moment. It's no guarantee. But as a born again believer, as a son and daughter of the most high God, you're guaranteed joy. You're guaranteed the joy of the Lord, a a joy that won't leave because your situation changed, a joy that will remain in you and keep you and fill you for in his presence is the fullness of joy. That means every situation, everything that I'm going through in the presence of God, I lack nothing and the presence of God, I will be completely full. My joy will be full. So family, I am joyful. And I pray this makes you smile. I pray that it warms your heart to know that God wants you to be full of his joy. He wants you to smile. Maybe you've been crying yourself to sleep. Maybe you've been feeling low. Know that those tears are not in vain. Know that as you cry those tears, you're sowing them. You're sowing a seed and the Bible says you will reap joy. You got to know that your latter days shall be greater than your former days. That what we're going through now is not worthy to be compared to what God has for us when this is over. We got to know that, that God, we're going through a tough time now, but what you have in store when this is over, Lord, you're going to show your glory and just family not even when he when he changes things and that's what i want to you know really get get dig deep into here i go (laughs) that's what i want to get rooted in your heart that we don't have to wait till this is over to experience the joy of god we can experience it now now What did the word said that the joy that was set before him, he was joyful for something that was going to happen after he endured the cross. So he had to go through to see what he was happy about. (laughs) That's a challenge. That's a challenge. He was happy because he knew what was going to happen after he endured the cross. Can you be happy right now? Even though you know you got to go through, but believing by faith that God has something great for you on the other side. Can we walk like Christ in that manner? Can we walk like Christ in that manner and let the joy that is set before us help us endure what we're going through right now? Because we believe by faith, God, you're awesome and you got something amazing for me when this is all over. That scripture encouraged me. It encouraged me to be joyful even more, even more, because I'm going to go through every situation, every trial, every storm, knowing that who am I going to be on the other side of this? How am I going to develop when this is over? How is God cultivating me? All, All the things that you're going through has purpose. None of it. None of it is in vain. None of it. 
None of it is in vain. So I encourage you today to let the joy of the Lord be set before you that you can continuously endure because there is a promise for you on the other side. There is a promise for you. So I, I, I love you and I'm so joyful. I'm joyful for even this opportunity to even sit down and just love on you guys and share what the Lord put on my heart. It's truly a blessing. I'm truly, truly honored. And I just thank the Lord for this opportunity. And I thank each and every one of you for just listening and for your support and your encouragement. It means so much to me. And yeah, so I pray you go read the scriptures. I pray you jot it some down. I pray you jot it some down um, just to go over. We have Acts 13, 52. We have Psalms 51, 12, Psalms 16, 11. We have Romans 14, 17. We have Proverbs 17, 22. We have 1 Peter 1, 8. We have John 15, 11. And we have Hebrews 12, 2. Reread them. And let the Holy Spirit minister to you and restore unto you your joy, that unspeakable joy that the world didn't give you and the world can't take it away. (laughs) I love you, family. And until I talk to you again, be blessed.